The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Are you looking for a new and empowering lens through which to view your life and your health? Then register now for Get Healthy with Sound, a weekend workshop with Eileen McCusick, an innovator in the fields of therapeutic sound, electric health, and the human biofield. May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn easy and accessible techniques to reduce stress, improve focus, and increase energy. Learn more today at eomega.org slash thrive. Hi, everyone. This is Lynette, Suzanne's podcast assistant. We hope you enjoyed this very short episode of Messages of Hope because it is one of her very special goosebumps moments. You can find the rest of them on Suzanne's YouTube channel where you can subscribe and never miss an episode. Meanwhile, enjoy this one. It's pretty great. Listen, they're all around you, close as a thought or a memory. Messages of hope. Hey, everybody. Time for another goosebump moment. It's been a while. Uh, sorry about this funny looking backdrop. I am in our coach, our motor coach, traveling around the country. And I was sent in a story by Melissa Knutson. Is that how you say your last name? Yeah. I forgot to ask you, Melissa. But we're joined yeah. here by Melissa, who sent me a story that just, well, I just thinking about it, I get the goosebumps already. It's 103 degrees outside. So that's why the, the sleeveless top here, but all the more better for me to feel those goosebumps as you share the story, Melissa. So just take it from the top. Okay. So I'm going to give a little background just so the whole story makes sense. Um, My dad passed suddenly when I was 19 and that really shot me off with being interested in the spirit world. And um, I spent a couple years trying to reach him and find out, you know, read books on near-death experiences and just just really, really wanted to know that he was okay or if he was out there still or whatever. And a couple years after he passed, I was really persistent one evening. I just stayed up all night long. I didn't know about meditation and different ways to expand my consciousness. I just begged him to talk to me. And so I heard from him and it was the craziest experience ever. He just, I just felt him in the room. I knew it. And as I would start to think of a question or something to tell him, he would respond to me before I could finish my thought. Like, so I was updating him on the family. Oh my gosh, my sister got married or, and he was answering my questions before I could even finish the sentence. So anyway, I knew it was him and we had a a really wonderful conversation and he assured me I am here. And so that happened many years ago. And I, at the end of that conversation, I said to him, so I don't need to do this again. You're always with me. So I don't need to just struggle to hear you. And he's like, yeah, anytime I, you know, bring me to mind and I'm there, like I'm aware of everything. That in itself, Melissa, is the greatest lesson for everybody listening that, you know, so many people, they need to go back to mediums over and over because I need to know my loved one's okay. And they're still around, but you felt it, you knew it, it is true. Yeah. They're always with us. Yes. And my dad didn't want me searching out like that. He was like, you know, I'm present. And he let me know in lots of ways that he was here. So many, many years later, you know, throughout the time I would bring him to mind and I just have felt him with me the whole time. It's been really wonderful feeling. 
So fast forward several, I don't know, 20 some years later, I'm home um, sleeping at night. My kids are in bed and everything. And um, I woke up at about five o'clock in the morning and realized it's my dad's birthday. It's August 31st. And I couldn't go back to sleep. So I got up and went out and sat on the couch so I could spend some time just alone with him and just send him some birthday love and try to that, kind of- That is so beautiful. You're, this is like textbook, how to communicate with your loved ones. Just that desire, the belief, and setting aside the time, especially early in the morning when you're just waking up and you're in that nice expanded state. Yeah. yeah. So I went and sat down on the couch. It was super peaceful. And I took a few breaths and I just- thought of him and I instantly really felt him in the room strong. I just felt him with me. And I just said, I know it's your birthday. I just want to tell you, I love you. And as I'm trying to kind of get this message to him, I mean, instantly I'm hearing the name Tom Crook. And I thought, well, I know who that is. You know, it's my friend's son who she lost to suicide. Um, gosh, probably a couple years prior to this. Mm -hmm. And I knew my friend was really struggling and I just, I would try to go back, ignore it and go back to dad. I had trying to wish you happy birthday, just saying, you know, and as soon as I would try to talk to my dad again, I was hearing the name Tom Crook, like almost yelling it. And it was in my head. I, so finally, I, I just said, dad, this is the weirdest thing. I am, you know, I'm trying to talk to you, but I'm hearing the name Tom Crook. Could you find him and give him a hug for me? Because his mom misses him so desperately. And my dad's response shocked me so much. I mean, before I could finish that thought, he instantly said, what makes you think I'm not already hugging him? <laughs> and I just said, dad, how can that be? You don't know Tom Crook. How could you possibly know this kid? And he said, you're connected to Becky. So I'm connected to Tom. That's how it works, Liz. You know, he was kind of sarcastic about it. And I, and I just shot back you know, how am I supposed to know how it works? You know, you're the one anyway. I, I didn't know him. I had only seen Tom a couple of times from a distance. So I, um, I just told my dad, like, oh, if we really have Tom here, can you help me communicate with him? Because maybe I could get a message to his mother. She's just Beautiful. struggling with grief. I mean, it was so hard to watch. Um, so I was trying to hear from him and I couldn't hear a thing. Like it just went, blank. I couldn't feel my dad anymore. And I couldn't feel Tom. So I just sat there for a minute. I thought, well, I've heard. Let me make a key point here, Melissa. It's because you were trying so hard. You you said it yourself. You were struggling. Whereas you just yeah. said. You I changed my whole energy. Once I knew he was yeah. in the room, I got desperate to get a yes. message to his mom. Right. Yeah. And that didn't work. No, right. it didn't. Not at all. They were gone the instant that I got kind of frantic. So I thought, gosh, I'm going to go lay down as fast as I can and try to go to sleep because I've heard they can communicate with us in our sleep that that energy level is better. It was, right. I know a lot more about it now, but back then I didn't. So I ran back to my room and as soon as I laid my head on the pillow, I didn't go back to sleep. But as soon as I laid my head on the pillow, I saw a vision. It's the first time anything like this had ever happened to me. I saw a vision of a little boy doing a taekwondo kick. He had his little outfit on, but I had never experienced anything like this. It wasn't just, it wasn't like a video you would watch. I could feel him. And he was so excited and he was so confident and he was so, he was just like, you think, you think this is something? Just take a look at this. Like he, and he swung around and did this back like back house kick or whatever it's called. I think it's a roundhouse kick. You said. Roundhouse kick is what it, exactly what it was. And, um, and that was it. And I thought, 
are you serious? Like, who was that? Number one, I didn't know who that little boy was. I mean, I knew he had kind of darker hair, but I didn't recognize his face and I didn't know anything about Tom Crook. So I didn't know it was so random. And so I was like, is that from you, Tom? Because if it is, you got to get me something else. Like, I don't, I didn't really know his mom very well. Our daughters played together and I had seen her a few times. So she's basically a stranger to me. And I would didn't want to walk up to her and say, hey, I think I heard from your son who's passed on. And he, I saw a vision of a, a, some bo little boy doing a roundhouse kick. So I just said, please give me anything else. Like, Perfect. that doesn't, it doesn't feel like anything to me. And so instantly I saw a color. He just, my mind was just filled with this dark gold. It's like a really deep, deep yellow, but kind of a gold color with black stripes. And I heard him say, notice how wide the stripes are and then gone nothing okay. oh, so i'm laying in <laughs> well just wait or you'll know, really that's why i know it's coming that's why but oops. oh my gosh so i laid there and i was so upset because i really felt like i had an opportunity to get a message to his mother and this is all i got and it makes no sense and i didn't but have the I courage I do want to point out that what happened there is you, you stopped struggling, you went to bed and you, your attention shifted to trying to fall asleep. And that's because you gave up trying, but he was able to get in. Are you looking for a new and empowering lens through which to view your life and your health? Then register now for Get Healthy with Sound, a weekend workshop with Eileen McCusick, an innovator in the fields of therapeutic sound, electric health, and the human biofield. May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn easy and accessible techniques to reduce stress, improve focus, and increase energy. Learn more today at eomega.org slash thrive. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So um, a couple months ended up going by. I ended up seeing Becky at different um, sporting events and stuff, and I did not have the courage to walk up to her and to tell her those two things. They did not seem relevant. And I thought she's going to think I'm crazy and I don't know her, you know, so I didn't have the nerve. And then a couple months went by and we were at soccer practice. Our daughters were on the same team and she walked up and sat down next to me and she was incredibly distraught. She just said, I'm having the worst time. And she said, in fact, I went up to the cemetery last night and I, I asked Tom, you know, is there any way you can possibly help me? Cause I don't think I can go on. Like I can't do this. She was just heavy with grief. And um, I said, well, I have something to tell you. Cause I thought, hang I don't have anything. Hang on. I, since I know your story, I think you're missing a key thing that she'd asked her son for. Oh yes. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> so when she was at the cemetery, she told me when I was at the cemetery, but she said, I need a hug. If there's any possible way that you can hug me again, I think I can make it through. And, and we hear this and we say, how's somebody in the spirit world going to give us a hug, right? Oh, no, it's impossible, right? And so she was telling me that. And I thought, I really don't have anything to lose. If she thinks I'm crazy, fine. But if there's anything to what I saw and it could help her, I'm just going to go ahead and do it. So I told her, you know, my dad's birthday, I was trying to talk to him and Tom came through and I saw these two visions. And so as soon as I said, I saw a little boy doing Taekwondo, she just went nuts. She said, oh my gosh, that's my, that's my very favorite memory of him. It was the very best time in his life where he, you know, and when he was in that little class, he felt strong and confident. It was just the best 
her very favorite memory of him is how he felt when he was doing that and how it, you know, just did wonders for him and stuff. Yeah. So, so I thought, oh my gosh, well, that was something right. And so I told her about the dark yellow color with the black stripes. I said, I don't know what it means, but I heard, look how wide the stripes are. And the color was unusually dark, like a gold yellow. So we thought, oh my gosh, the family has some different muscle cars. They have wide stripes, but I told her it didn't seem like it was an object really. You know, it didn't they, feel. Melissa, you would make an outstanding medium because you're, you're, you're sharing what you got. And she says, it, maybe it's this. And you didn't immediately say, yeah, that must be it. You're going with the feel and you just knew that's not quite it. And that's right. Which is really, it's a really interesting, um, it's so multidimensional when you get a vision like that, or you get something from them, you can feel it in different ways that I. Yes. Yeah. So, yes. um, so we talked about it possibly being a poster in his room of a muscle car. We couldn't, we didn't know. So, um, you know, during that whole game, it was like, we definitely had some kind of spiritual protection around us because the soccer games are long. No one approached us. It was like, we were in a, time capsule or a bubble like we were just deep in this conversation um it was just a really neat experience how we were protected through that time so um afterwards well, protected it's just protected from other people coming up and interrupting you right? yeah because yeah. normally at a soccer game there's just tons of social interaction and I, we've never sat still and had other parents not come up or the soccer ball not come flying by or it just uh, felt cool. unusually protected which was really neat yeah. so um, so the, as the game got over, she said, I have a videotape. I know I have a videotape of him doing that little roundhouse kick. And I want to find it so I can show you and you can tell me, is that exactly what you saw? So I offered to take her daughter home so she could play with my daughter while she went to look for that video. So she, she was so excited. So she took off and went home. And after an hour or so, she found that video and she called me. She said, you're going to need to get over here and watch this video. So I went over to her house and we were watching the video together. And I'm like, absolutely. That's the little boy doing the roundhouse kick. I didn't know your son did it. I didn't recognize him because I saw him once when he was, well, twice when he was a 16 year old from a distance and it didn't appear to be him as a, but it was him. I'm like, that's exactly what I saw was this video. And then it immediately went into a Christmas scene and he had a lot of presents and his dad had the video camera. And every time he would open a present and he would thank them by running up to them and hugging them. So he would unwrap it, be super excited and then drop everything, run up to his dad and hug him and run up to his mom and hug her. And it was you know, over and over. And he had a lot of presents <laughs> and they had a second tree in his bedroom. So he was going in there and getting them and stuff. And he brought out a present at one point to his mom and brought it up to her and she's opening it. She was really present with him, looking right at him and really acknowledging the gift. And it was a necklace. And she was saying, thank you so much. It's beautiful, sweetheart. She kisses him on the forehead and gets a little hug. And he walks around her and she opens up her arms and he just walks right in and gives her this full body hug, like heart to heart you know, like squeeze and just held his, held himself there. And she turned around and looked at me and she said, I got my hug. Like I felt it course through my body when I saw it on the videotape. And I believe this videotape is all about this hug. So right after that, he ran over to hug his dad. And as, as he's running over, he, 
runs right up, his pajamas ran right up to the camera and he had dark gold pajamas on with wide black stripes. Yep. And we both just hit the floor. Like we were just hysterical. Like we were laughing, crying. We did not, we couldn't believe it ran right up against the screen. And so what I saw was exactly, ah. exactly his pajamas, you know, like it was just like I, the amount of stripes and everything I saw just his. What you'd seen. Just exactly. What you'd seen. So yeah. what I had seen was two, two spots of that video. So what, what you just said is what we talk about as mediums when they put images on the screen of your mind and it took him running up to the screen yeah. on the video that you yeah. were watching. And how could that be? And how did my dad and Tom pull that off? How did they orchestrate knowing that if I show Melissa this, my mom will think to look at this video. I mean, I believe it was all about the hug. I believe it was all about him. He hugged her over and over and over. And then that one particular hug was just, you know, full body. It was just the sweetest and, and thing. And she came and sat down next to you and voiced aloud what was going on with her. This is the web that we're always talking about. You're not only human, you're part of one big web connecting all that yeah. is. And the healing creative force of the universe is love. Those are the right. three principles of the Awaken Way teaching that I share with the world. And yeah. you have just demonstrated that by being the mouthpiece for Tom Crook. And oh my gosh. Yeah, it was crazy. I know we talked about how far back did the did this whole orchestration start? You know, was it the friendship in the first place? It was it our, you know, how the, how the connection formed and how he actually got his mom to tell me what she was experiencing that day and all of it. Yeah. But imagine this. So Tom sees the connection with his mom and you. Now, how am I going to get through her? Cause I know she'll be able to see me, meaning you. And then he sees the connection that you have with your dad and they get together across the veil and your dad says, yeah. I'll help you out. And they start out by hugging. So the right. hug is the common yeah. thread there, but yeah. I want you to tell everybody what's your experience with mediumship as a medium. None. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. now you have yeah. one big story to your credit. Right. I mean, publicly, yes. you can do this. We all can do this. It was your commitment, your dedication. And like you said, you know, just trying over and over to connect with your dad. But it's when you give up trying that it happens. Right. That's how badly Tom wanted to give his mom a hug and let her know he was there. And now, you know, so from then on, she was very well aware that her son was still with her. Yes. And with her enough to know that she asked for that hug and wanted that hug. And, and he was able to. How our loved ones pass. He passed by suicide. They're all still right here. Absolutely. So, Melissa, I want to thank you so much for sharing your story with us, for the persistence that uh, took when things don't make sense. That's one of the most easy ways of knowing that it's not your imagination. You're not making it up, but you felt them and you knew it. And you've just given a whole class in, in how anybody who doesn't think they're a medium can still connect with their loved ones. So thank you for sharing. Yeah. You're so welcome. All right, everybody, take it to heart and try it with your own loved ones across the veil because they are all right here and always in our hearts.
Are you ready to ignite your best life and illuminate the world? I'm Stephanie James. I'm a motivational speaker, transformation coach, and psychotherapist. And what lights me up is helping people just like you create the greatest versions of themselves. On my podcast, Igniting the Spark, I will help you ignite your joy and reach new heights in your personal and professional life. Join me for some incredible conversations with authors, spiritual teachers, and other influential thought leaders to help guide you on your way. If you are ready to stop playing small, join me for Igniting the Spark on the mindbodyspirit.fm network or wherever you get your podcasts and ignite your best life.